All right, Justin. Uh, it's up to you. A, B, C, or D? B. B. B is... Oh, man. That's, uh, that's me just doing a random song. Like, or thoughts about songs. Um, I don't have that, but I've at least got something kind of uh, with the Grammys. Grammy related. That'll count as random musical thing. Um, I think the Grammys done fucked up this year. Because, uh, like, Louis C.K. got a Grammy. Like, when the fuck really? was he allowed to come back? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Best comedy album. Bam. Louis C.K. You know who else won a Grammy this year? Um, Kanye West, because he did a song apparently with Marilyn Manson that like, I don't know, a few years ago that would have been cool, but like Kanye's kind of gone on some weird shit and then Marilyn Manson's like a fucking sexual predator. So I'm like, fucking A. Wow. Like, fuck. Can sexual predators quit, quit, quit winning shit? Like, please, like we dodged a bullet with licorice pizza and the Grammys went, nah, we going to fuck all that up. Let's give them shit. Wow. Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. It's just, what the fuck? I feel bad, though, that that was my thing for B. And that was so short and disgusting. So let's, uh, <laughs> we'll do an A, too. We, we haven't done an A in a while. We'll do an A, too. Uh. Justin, I don't know. Sing me a song that sucks. A song that sucks. Yeah, just some um, shitty ass song. A terrible song. Why did I have one? Um, Come on, Justin. Just you. any old shitty song. What about that one? Uh, man, I hate this. I don't have one. I really do not have. How do I not have a bad song? Um, really, Justin, just anything. Just I know I could literally sing anything right now, and I have nothing. I'm sorry. I thought of one for you, Justin, and then you failed. I failed you. Uh Oh, what what, what do you, what do you You could have done what you've done before? I think when I sang this and just sang unforgiven too, you could have just done it again, Justin. I could have. That is like my quintessential terrible song. I don't know why I didn't sing that. All right. Maybe if I focus it a little bit, maybe you'll think of something. Sing me a shitty song that just reminds you of the mid 2000s. Hmm. Man, I feel like that made it worse. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Did it help? Um, I, I just thought that maybe by like channeling 2000s. it to some like a specific time period, you might think of something. Because sometimes when you're too broad, it's hard to think of anything when you're like comp, like, you know, processing all songs. Like if I focused it, maybe it'd help you. Hmm. 
Man, I got nothing, Chief. I just wasn't ready, man. I wasn't ready. All right. All right. Heather, what about you? Does it have to be early 2000s? Yes. Now it does. Because it's mid-2000s. It's not even early 2000s. Just mid-2000s. Mid- okay. It doesn't have to be 2000s at all is what I was trying yes, to say. Yes. It does now. Because you brought it up. Man. Hmm. 2000s mid um, 2000s don't sing <laughs> don't sing me any 2001 bullshit i'm looking for well, the mids <laughs> um hmm so like what 2005ish to 10ish no that's late <laughs> you get 3 4 5 6 and 7 I got nothing. There was two acceptable answers. There's two acceptable (laughs) answers. You could have sang "Butterfly" by Crazy Town, (laughs) or that's true. "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder. Oh my gosh, I remember that song. Oh yeah. (laughs) Buddy, why you calling me? So late. Man, I'm not going to lie. I liked that song back in the day. And now I'm like, no, sorry. I'm surprised you liked that song considering what it's about. <laughs> um, I just liked the, like the style of music that it was. I mean, the song is just sitting there going, hey, I'm thinking about fucking you, but I'm with my girlfriend right now. Man, yeah, sucks. In in hindsight, obviously, it's a terrible song. And that's also why I'm like, no. Because like when I'm older and I think more about what the lyrics are, I'm like, yeah, that's a bad song. Man, both of you guys just failed. I had one, but you wouldn't let me do the, the era I wanted. So, well, all right. What's your other one? We'll see if it counts. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Fuck Where off, did Heather. You come from? Fuck right off, Heather. <laughs> it's a, you said. I told you. So there is I no time that is acceptable to sing that song. That would include <laughs> Even if this. it's a terrible it, it, song? It fits. It does. I'll give you that. It fits. But I still stipulated there's never a time in which you sing that song. Well, just like there's never a time in which you watch this movie. So I think it fits. I think it's pretty dead on. The gods say no. I feel like that's just you saying no, but you know. Minus another point for Heather. Oh, man. That's all right. I had that coming. I knew that's that was minus happen. three that's points harsh, for this man. episode. Minus three points? Yeah, because you didn't get the first one. Then you sang that song, which got you another <laughs> minus. And then now again, that's minus three for the episode. Justin's at minus two. Man, come on, man. That that, that could have got us at 500. But you failed both times, Justin. Mm. My record. Tarnished. Heather's even worse because... She had the audacity to say that stuff. 
<laughs> it fit the criteria. I don't think I should get. I think there's one point I should get. But you, if I argue it, I'm going to lose another point. So you it's forgot fine. the overall criteria for the show, which is at no point is it okay to sing that song. That was a well-established rule. That is rule 27A, subsection 2, Roman numeral 5. It's, it, can't be, it can't be spelled out any clearer. I accept oh. my loss. Damn Skippy. Here we go. Cinema Slayers. Hey, Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm joined by Heather and Justin. And tonight we're talking about a a movie, if you will. A uh, something. It's <laughs> I it, at at bare minimum. I guess a bare maximum. It's a collection of scenes put together in a movie-like format. <laughs> it's it's something. I think that's the best definition of this of this this thing. It's something. Like it's it exists. Is that fair to say? It exists. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, we're talking about Morbius from the from the extended Spider-Man or the Sony Spider-Man extended universe or some bullshit, whatever the fuck they're calling their their extension Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man that maybe mention Spider-Man but don't have Spider-Man movies, whatever the fuck those are. Yeah, it's from that. And somehow this isn't the last one. We've got several more movies in this universe. We've got Craven the Hunter. We've got a Madam Web. We've probably got a Venom 3. I I don't know. What? When are we going to get like a Rhino movie? Or let's just do something that makes even less sense. They're going to do like a... Like a demo goblin movie. Not even a green goblin movie or a hobgoblin movie. They're going to do a demo goblin movie. And just establish that shit. I just, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't. Like, I thought that Sony had little fucking clue over what the fuck they were doing. And then I saw this movie. Like, it, it. It can get worse somehow. I I don't know. I I know I typically say some more shit than what I've said, but I don't know. Spoiler freeze, scores, spoilers, time codes, description, jump around if you want. Justin, go. Man. 
it just wasn't great, man. Like, <laughs> just, that's it. Okay. Good night, okay. everybody. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. Uh, it it just wasn't all the things, pretty much. Oh, it was some things. It was some things. <laughs> just anything good about a comic book movie you can think of, just think, what if it wasn't? And that's pretty much what this is. Um, I mean, I really, really, it's funny because like, you know, we've been, you know, normally when you say a movie is kind of a throwback, normally that has, that, that that's an endearing term to say for a movie. Or you're trying to say, oh, look, it was, it's paying homage to this old time or look, or like the X movie, that was sort of a throwback to kind of the old school slasher. You know, we talked about that as being one of the endearing kind of traits of that movie. Well, when I think about this, like this totally feels like those comic book movies. Like remember the comic book movies where they just felt completely like cash grabs and it just felt like nobody cared. And there was no creativity with the plot. They just sort of had characters that kind of are like the comic. And then everything that ensues on screen is just, you know, you just scratch your head or you're just going, okay, but you know, does this movie have anything to say? Does it have anything, any kind of way to expound on the lore that we're looking at or anything like that? And that's really what this felt like. Honestly, this felt like, you know, with all this, with all these movies dealing with time travel and the multiverses and all that stuff, didn't this sort of just feel like it almost belonged in a different time? Like this felt like, to me, it felt like if both of the Blade movies that came out, like right, like maybe a year or two after the Blade movies came out, and then somebody goes, oh, you know, people love those Blade movies. So you know what? Let's come out with a Morbius movie because he's kind of like Blade. You know what I'm saying? He's a vampire and all this stuff. And, you know, we'll, we can capitalize on this market that Blade created. That's where it felt like this would have come out. It felt like it would have came out around that time as another movie to kind of capitalize on something that Blade started. And it was just bad because, you know, it's not Blade and it's not the same directors and it doesn't have the visual style, nothing. That's what it felt like. This felt like this should have been some trash movie that came out years ago. And it's just one of those things we talked about as existing as a comic book movie, but it's just one that we forget about because we look back at it and go, oh man, I'm glad that we've come such a long way from that. But sadly, this is not that. This, this is the newest comic book release. But that's what it feels like. It feels like one of those comic book movies that just misses the point entirely. And, you know, as it's going through and the story's unwinding and everything like that, I mean, the actors, like, man, it, it's like, regardless of, whether you think the acting was good or bad, none of it helps the story because the writing is so bad. The, and really, it really, a lot of this really is just the plot. It's just so straightforward. It's just so mundane. It's just so bland. 
It's so predictable. You know who the villain is a mile away. You see it coming 50 miles away. You know probably how this is going to go. It doesn't give you, there are no surprises. There are zero surprises. I mean, if I were to just tell somebody, guess what you think this movie is about? And I gave them just a brief synopsis of who the characters are. They could probably predict the entire plot. Just think of the most basic ass plot you can, and you probably will guess it right. So yeah, man, this just, it, it, it was disappointing, but it's weird because like, I almost have to temper my disappointment because it's not like I anticipated this anyway. It's not like Morbius is a character that a lot of people care about. So, I mean, maybe this is par for the course. I mean, hell, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, as you can probably tell, I did not enjoy this movie. No, I, I, I get what you're saying, Justin, because this movie weirdly exceeds your expectations but just in the wrong direction. Like you expect it to be bad or just mediocre at best. And it's just somehow worse. Like your expectations. You're like, yep, this is where I'm setting the bar. And it's just a centimeter off the ground. And then you're like, Oh, I should have buried it. I should just buried the fucking bar. Yep. I get it. Uh, Heather, what about you? Yeah, I have to agree. And I didn't even know that Morbius was a character before seeing all this stuff about this movie. So, yeah, I agree on the sense of he's not somebody I would consider super important in this universe or anything. Um, It was this was a weird I'm a little conflicted with this because it was I didn't want it to be a longer movie. But I also feel like if it had been longer, you could have gotten more out of it as far as caring more about these characters in the story. Um, and it's just it's so very clear that so much stuff was cut out of this movie. It, it feels like there are just pieces missing to this movie because it, it goes from scene to scene and based on just like how quickly things are coming together from scene to scene, they're expecting you to just care about what's happening and you don't because it's just all over the place. And it's a very basic, uninteresting story in my opinion, uh, because like you said, I mean, it's like blade does a better version of this. Right. But it's, I don't know. It's very, there was potential with some of the characters to be a lot better. Um, And I think it's really upsetting that (laughs) every other character in this movie was more interesting to me than Morbius when it was supposed to be a movie about Morbius. Like, (laughs) I feel like he kind of suffered that same problem as a few other movies you've seen lately where he doesn't really have a personality for you to really care about really anything going on with him. Um, He's not really passable as the character he's playing (laughs) um so much as the others like i think matt smith i think he actually was probably one of the better parts of the movie (laughs) he was way more interesting everything going on with his character was way more interesting um he was pulling off the role much better it's just really unfortunate because it's like it's supposed to be a movie about morbius and you just 
I cared the least about him in this movie. <laughs> um, it's it's weird. And and again, like it's just they they jumble these things together. They want you to get a baseline story of what's going on, how these characters know each other, what this doctor is trying to do. But that's all they want to give you. It's like, OK, you've seen that they know each other. And now we are escalating it to the next level without giving you any in between where you connect to any character. And it's really sad because you're like, I, I don't care. Like this was a movie about a bunch of nothing. This movie amounted to nothing. Like nothing in this movie meant anything to anything. (laughs) And that's basically the gist of, you know, and I guess for that sake, I'm glad it was shorter. It was only what an hour 40 hour 45 but I mean, and it One also just like ends abruptly minutes. in a sense, like you're just kind of like, okay, this was just a movie where things happened and it just, it didn't go anywhere at all, really. So yeah, I have to agree. I did not care for this movie. Um, yeah, it was just the few things in it that were good, which is mostly just a few of the characters. Um, it, it wasn't enough to make this a good movie in any sort of way recommendations and score that's about right i mean no one was surprised by that in all honesty like if you've heard the show before you're not surprised i did that uh heather go yeah no i don't i don't at all recommend it i mean and typically i even say if it's one of the lesser enjoyable or well-made movies of of marvel that it's at least like oh yeah you want to know what's going to happen in it because of the marvel universe i don't think this one matters I don't think this one's worth it. I don't think it there. And you're right, Justin. It has that vibe of like it was made back in the mid 2000s. Like it felt like that. It, you know, the it will. Is it degressed? Degressed or whatever in its like quality. (laughs) You know, it regressed. I'm sorry. That's the word I'm looking for. Regressed in its quality. And it's just crazy how very much like this movie it was already so hyped up. People were really hyped about this from the beginning. It was delayed for forever. I knew this was going to happen where it was way overrated. And it definitely was <laughs> like it. There's just nothing, nothing about this movie that can make me say any part of it is worth like wasting your money on watching. Um, so no, I, I can't recommend it. Uh, my score is going to be. Hmm. Mm, um, I'll give it 10. Um, <laughs> I'll just give it 10, 10 amount of effort they put in this movie out of a hundred. Uh, Justin, go. Man, it's just like we said, it's just a, it's just a throwback to a bad comic book movie. And this is just the kind of movie where like when people say that like Spider-Man No Way Home is not a good movie or they say that the Batman is not a good movie. It makes me laugh because then a movie like this comes along. No, trust me. This is a bad movie. This is a bad comic book movie. This is what it looks like, you know, regardless of what problems you had with those two movies. This is a bad movie, regardless of what problems you may have had with Shang-Chi or any of the other MCU movies that have come out. This is a bad movie. 
this is what a bad comic book movie looks like when it's devoid of any creativity. It doesn't have a message or anything it's trying to say. You, none, none, nothing about it feels ambitious just beyond just existing. Just so people can come out and see it. It has a comic book name. It's got that association with Marvel. It's got that Sony logo. So hopefully people come see it and we make money off of it. That was the purpose of this. But the purpose of this was not to make anything artistic or try to add something to the Morbius lore or try to make it an integral part of anything that they've already set up besides just uh, really, in my opinion, is a crap is a really kind of shitty ending credit scene that kind of puts all this together. But it really just all makes you go, what? Like, like it really is the first ending credit scene that I've seen probably in any of these comic book movies where I just was scratching my head going, none of this is making any sense to me. Um, And I don't think it will. You know, it's not one of those things where it's like, well, they left it open so we can answer questions later. It's not going to make any sense whenever the next story or the next part of this comes out. And, you know, for that reason, I, I can't recommend it. Like, I mean, you would be better served to go spend money on No Way Home. It's still in the theaters or the Batman is still in the theaters. You would be better off spending your money on those and watching those a fourth or fifth or a second time. This, this is something you could probably wait for, for streaming. Or if your friend happens to have it because they love Morbius or something, maybe you could wind up seeing it that way, but please do not spend money on this. Please don't, because it will be a waste of your time and money. That ending credit scene, you can probably watch on YouTube. And I trust me, you will be caught up. <laughs> you will be caught up. All you need to know is Morbius became, Michael Morbius became the vampire whatever Morbius. And watch the ending credit scene on YouTube, and you will be officially caught up. That, that's really all you need to know. I mean, you will be totally fine with the next Sony Marvel installments or whatever it's going to be. So anyway, with all that being said, I don't know. We're going to give it, I'm going to give it one Sterling hit that button for spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) Justin, you inspired something in me. I'm going to list some things that you could like would be better usage of you spending money on it. Um, okay, let's go. One of the things you could spend your money on instead of going to this is you could pay a friend to pick up a lot of dog shit and slap you in the face with it. It's a better usage of your money. Um, heroin sounds way more fun than Morbius. Just go buy some heroin. It's a better life choice (laughs) than seeing this movie. Um, I don't know, like pay somebody to to let you get bit by a rattlesnake. It seems like a better usage of your money. Just go to the theater and buy some popcorn and walk the fuck out. Oh man, I'm down for that. Yes. Go yes, go get a drink do. and a popcorn and just walk the fuck out and go just sit in your car for an hour and a half eating popcorn and drinking a movie theater soda. 
don't don't no music no nothing just stare blankly ahead into the abyss of whatever's in front of you if you have some money left over take some heroin oh, and do it <laughs> it's better <laughs> um you could also buy a can of febreze and just spray it into your eyeballs just the whole can non-stop don't take a break just hold the trigger to the febreze down into your eyeballs like an inch away like you hold your eyeball open and just spray Febreze into it until the can is done um yeah I mean you can do some of the things Justin said that's fine uh what else could you do oh you can pay for a friend's gas in a car and have them start a really far away and just drive as fast as they can and run you the fuck over. That work. <laughs> I mean, if you seriously want to just, just send it to me, send me some money. That's fine. I'll take it too. Like pay me the money and I'll sit there and I'll just talk to you about the movie Morbius. Don't watch it. I'll tell you everything you need to know. Like, fuck it. Just send us the, send us the money. Send Cinema Slayers the money and pay us for listening to the spoiler section of this movie. You'll get all the information you need, which isn't any. You don't actually need any of this information. Like, it's not technically connected to the MCU. Don't give me any bullshit about now it is because of the bullshit end credits. It's not because it's so dumb it's not going to actually stay that way. They're going to change it back. They're not going to leave it that way. It's too dumb to leave that way. I refuse to believe they'll leave it that way. Because it makes just the least amount of sense possible. <laughs> but outside of that, uh, it has no connection to the MCU. So you don't really need to see it. I mean... There is just nothing watching in this movie. I mean, there's like a 10 second scene of Matt Smith dancing. Go find that on TikTok. That's the only thing that actually gave me any enjoyment in this movie. <laughs> I was like, it looks like he's having fun dancing. That's it. That's the only enjoyment. It looked like somebody else was having fun. It's the only thing that's. Oh no, that sounds so sad. A damn thing in this movie. <laughs> like, Jared Leto is a world famous method acting asshat. He's apparently the most miserable, morose fuckwad of a person with his method acting so much so that apparently when him and Denzel did the little things Denzel like took him aside and was like I don't have time for your method acting bullshit we're here to make a movie like that type of shit and then so all that happens and He, he, for this movie, apparently, one of the reasons why it took so long to shoot this movie 
is because Jared Leto to method act in this movie for like a lot of the scenes that they filmed for the beginning of the movie would require himself to be in a wheelchair so he could maintain acting disabled because that enhanced anything about his fucking portrayal of this character. Like it matters what to anything in this movie. Were you at any point going, Oh my God, he is acting more disabled than any non-disabled actor has ever acted disabled. No, No. exactly. No, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) But that's one of the things he did. And, and honestly, that to me, that's, that, that, that's a testimonial of how fucking dumb this movie is. Like, that's some of the behind-the-scenes logic that goes into this movie. Like, and this movie, for whatever reason, also brought up some hatred in me. And a lot of tropes that we get in some of these types of movies. So like when you have a vampire movie and you're you're taking the supernaturalness out of the vampirism because this is like a science-based vampirism. Why do they treat drinking blood like it's a drug? Cuz they specifically even state in this movie that it's just food. It's food. You know what happens when like somebody eats a cheeseburger? Like they don't flip the fuck out like this. Like when you eat food, you don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm so satiated. But oh my God, I ate a cheeseburger. (laughs) Therefore, the next cheeseburger I eat, I'll get less nutrients out of. What the fuck does that mean? If you eat, no, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. If you eat yeah. synthetic food, as long as it technically has nutrients in it, it'll sus- like sustain you just like food, because that's what it does. Like, so drinking the synthetic blood in this movie wouldn't be less effective. They treat it like a drug, because drugs, when you abuse them, you gain tolerances. No, you don't gain tolerances to pizza. <laughs> Food. Like, do you know how much it would? Do you, do you, if you gained tolerances to food, every human would be dead by the age of like five. Like, you'd be like, "Well, this food's less effective. Let me find a new food." Like, you would just right, especially in America, because ninety percent of all our food is like ends up being corn based in some way, shape, or form. Once your tolerance to corn was up, you just gain nothing. You just die because that's our food. <laughs> but I, it's it's this weird trope. It makes sense in a supernatural con- t- context. When you add supernatural element, like a, a, a magic or a spirituality element to a vampire, blood blood acting like that would make sense. But when it's literally you're going... I am scientifically an engineered vampire because I spliced vampire DNA to me and I have to drink blood 
to satiate that aspect of my now genetic code. Because it sustains me like food. You wouldn't get a tolerance to it. Like, what the fuck? You also wouldn't get mystical-like benefits from drinking a different form of the same food. It's not like if you drink a vanilla milkshake, you're just normal, but if you drink a chocolate one, you gain super strength for an hour. It, it's the same shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is a great point. Yeah, if, I didn't think about this, but that that makes total sense. And it's because they designated it food. That's what drives me nuts in this. You know, because if if the synthetic blood in the movie, in this universe that they created, operates on the same principles as blood, and your body treats it the same way, it would act the same way as food. I'm just saying. Like, that's that's what it would do. That's like saying if you eat fruit, like just fruit, and you eat it, that that would like nutritionally be different than the exact same fruit in a smoothie. Like there'd be other nutrients from the other ingredients in the fruit. Or like in the in the smoothie, I get that. But I'm just saying it's like Saying, hey, I get X amount of vitamin C from this. Now it's a smoothie. I get Y amount of vitamin C from the exact same berries. That's not actually how it works. I know that there is that 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 philosophy that came from the, the juice weasel guy. You know, the guy, the juicer, that was like, you got to get the extra nutrients that you don't get when you eat a carrot. You have to juice it to get the nutrients. That is just a bunch of bullshit, guys, just so you know. Like, nutritionally speaking, (laughs) there's nothing different when you eat a carrot versus whether or not you juice and then drink the carrot. Your body goes, oh, okay, carrot. That's what happens with your body. Your body goes, oh, time to digest the carrot. It literally doesn't care that one's juiced and one's not. It does the same thing. It gets the same nutrients. Like, you know how there also there was that philosophy of if you cook your vegetables, like all your all the cooking destroys the nutrients. That's not a thing either. So man, uh, I heard that so much. I've heard that so much. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's that's that's not how it works. Like, you know, like it's. Because then, like, you do realize that in your stomach, it's acid, right? Like, when the food enters your stomach, it gets burned by acid. Like, wouldn't that destroy the nutrients, too? Because that's before the part of your digestive system that takes nutrients. I'm just throwing that out there for a little bit of, of, you know, info, you know, the more, you know, type of situation. Food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. But like, Let's see what you did there. But like, so the, this, the idea that this synthetic blood 
would just become less effective. And like, it was weirdly like, how long does this movie take place? Cause like, he's able to figure out he needs blood every six hours. And then he realizes that the synthetic blood loses efficacy very quickly. And then by like the end of the movie, he's like, I don't know. The synthetic blood lasts him like, I don't know, like 30 minutes or whatever. I'm like, so how long did this movie go? Cause he did drink real blood a couple of times. Like it makes no sense. Like the vampiristic lore in this movie makes no sense. And there's so many things I could talk about in this movie that make no sense. I do want to give Justin and Heather some time to talk about this movie, but there's a very specific thing in this movie that to me encapsulates how much they, they supposedly tried in this movie. So at the end of this movie, when they're pretty much ripping off the first blade movie, because there's a love interest or whatever that has to get her blood drinking. So the guy could beat the other vampire. There's a serum that he's going to use to kill the other vampire. Mm-hmm. It's just a ripoff of blade. But there's something about that serum. It's like an anti anticoagulant, which is literally the exact same type of serum from blade. It was also an anticoagulant, but Morbius uses a line to describe this serum. Like I said, it perfectly encapsulates the effort that they put into this movie. Cause he says it's deadly to bats and fatal to humans. That's the same fucking thing. <laughs> he did say that. And I was like, uh, what? Man, he did. You're so that. right. I didn't even think about that, though. But let's break this down, guys. You need something that is deadly to bats and fatal to humans. I still don't know the distinction, but let's assume there is a distinction between those two things. You know how many easier things you could have gotten that would also do that? Like arsenic. Just get some arsenic. Get some cyanide. You could have gone down to Home Depot and got some paint thinner. And just injected him with a bunch of paint thinner. Um, a lot of heroin. I've weirdly talked a lot about heroin in this episode. But you a really, really big shot of heroin <laughs> would kill a bat and a human. You know, uh, gasoline, just inject him with some straight up gasoline. Really fuck him up. Give him some diesel. Like drain cleaner, like just reach under the sink and get some drain cleaner and inject him with it. If that is the only criteria you need to kill this man. Right. Why do you have to develop it? There's just so many things that are both. Deadly to bats and fatal to humans. Like, I get that it can't be just fatal to a bat or just fatal to a human. So you got to get both. Yeah, that's weirdly a lot of shit still. It doesn't really narrow the list down. There's lots of shit that you go, this is just a living being. Therefore, if I inject it with this, it will die. Like, acid. Like just in acid, 
technically, I mean, there's take another animal's blood because they talked about how it's designed to digest it. That doesn't technically count whenever you put something like a different type of blood in them. That's not digesting. Therefore, the vampire bat DNA would not be able to save it from that. And you could do that. I don't know. Mud. Can you inject mud? I'm sure you could. So just inject some mud into his veins. That'd kill you. Because it's just dirt water. Just dirt water your veins and you die. Like, why don't you really fuck with him? Like, give him HIV. Like, just give him a shot with, like, an AIDS needle. I mean, I know it wouldn't kill him right then, but it'd work. May I, I say that. That actually might not work against a bat. See? Ah, it tricked me. I found the one thing that it would survive. Gotcha. AIDS. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Because this is the only thing that I've named that wouldn't kill the bat. Like, just, but like, that is the amount of effort they put into this movie. In the middle of ripping off another movie, they say arguably the dumbest line I've ever heard in a movie. Just deadly to bats and fatal to humans. Why would it? Just say you'd kill him. Like, why do you why do you parse it out like that? Like, what, it's like when he's talking to the lady saying all that. He's like deadly to bats. And she's like, oh, man, that might work. But wonder if it's fatal to humans. And he goes and fatal to humans. And she goes, oh, it would work because it kills both of what he is. <laughs> if we just killed one of what he is, it wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, that's just, it just to me, nothing encapsulates this movie as much as that. That's fair to say. Yeah. Because the rest of it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's, it's just a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. And not that that's not any bullshit, but it is the peak of the bullshit. It is the mountain top of Mount shit. It's like you just spent, three months climbing up Mount shit and you get to the peak. And that is that line in that movie. <laughs> and you just look out to the entire land of shitdom, Thinking deadly to bats, fatal <laughs> to humans. One of you fuckers go. Go ahead, Jason. Well, I mean, yeah, you made, you definitely made some points, even some things that I didn't think about. But to me, what was just the most disappointing about this is just, it's just such a bland, straightforward story. I mean, just everything. We're going to show him and his friend as kids. Then we're going to, then we're going to move from that. And then we're going to, now we're adults now. So now you got the motivation. Oh, look, they're sick. They're going to try to heal themselves. Now we're a doctor and we're going to go here and we, we're going to get the, you know, we're going to inject and mix this DNA. And then they made it, they tried to make it seem like that was an arduous process, but it happened rather quickly. Like when you think about the movie, like it was just a couple of minutes and 
they're trying to help this other patient. And then she looks over and goes, oh, look, you got the DNA bat serum now. And so now, okay, we got that scene. Now we got a successful. Are are, are you talking about the little girl that they just forgot about after they put her into a coma, Justin? Is that the girl you're talking about? Yeah. The one they go, she's dying, put her in a coma. Fuck this little girl for the rest of the movie. (laughs) I know. Yeah, she's in a coma, but hey, I got my serum now. So we get that. I mean, it's just so just straightforward with no surprises. And of course he gets it. He becomes Morbius, but his friend wants it. He's like, no, it's too dangerous. But the friend's like, well, I'm going to be the bad guy now and take it anyway. And then suddenly his friend is just a bad person. I I don't, why? Why was Milo evil? Right. Like what's the progression there? Yeah. Was there any, at any point in this movie after that, that nurse gets killed by Milo and they're like, Oh, could it have been Morbius that you went? Oh, it could have been. Cause it, it, it just couldn't have, <laughs> it, it couldn't have like, that was the worst misdirect I've ever seen in a movie. Cause like yeah. you watch the scene and I guess they try to make it ambiguous. Cause you know, it's shot from like a mile and a half away. But, like, you're still going, oh, that's Milo. Just no doubt in your mind. You just automatically go, that's Milo. And then the next scene, they're like, Morbius, did you do it? And he's like, I don't know if I did, but I don't think I did, but I don't know. And you're just going, no, you didn't. Like, duh. Like, yeah. And this is after several scenes where he's already kind of recording himself and understanding his behaviors and his powers and stuff like that. So this whole blackout outburst thing that happened way when he first had, when he first injected himself and had that first reaction that didn't happen anymore. So to act like it suddenly was just going to happen here and we're supposed to think, Oh, maybe Morbius did it. And it wasn't Milo was stupid because they had already, we had already progressed. You had already progressed us past that as a movie, you know, he was locking it. And then even when he was having outbursts or whatever, he was locking himself in something to test it. And like, he was just way too careful by the time we had that first scene where he went in that outburst or whatever. Oh, and that was dumb too whenever he's first injects himself and he becomes the Morbius we know and love or whatever, and he kills all of those guards. Don't you love how they just justified that? And were like, well, there were probably criminals anyway. So it's all good, but Milo killing people. Oh, that's bad. I'm glad you brought that up, Justin, because that reminded me something (laughs) that it it really kind of disturbed me. It's a, there's a police officer. I know. And we were talking once about the idea of, of people put in, in, in jail unjustly. And he outright said, yeah, but they probably did something and just didn't get caught for it. Like the, with the logic of, well, is they still a criminal though? Damn. We might've fucked up on this part, but they still a criminal though. We just didn't catch him for that. And isn't this kind of the same thing? Like, 
Yeah. It, it really, it's, it's that mentality. Like, and I, I mean, it's whatever that the law enforcement characters say that in this movie, that's kind of par for the course for some of the stuff, but like, it really is that same mentality that just kind of makes you a little uneasy. Yeah. And it totally just removes any responsibility of this character. If he had killed those people and had to deal with that and had to deal with some guilt or had to talk about that and deal with those feelings, this girlfriend character that he had, um, Martine Bancroft or whatever, if he if he had to deal with those feelings and had to deal with that guilt and we actually had to face that instead of just justifying it as, oh, they were criminals, Morbius, so it's cool that you killed them. Maybe you could have got me to care about this character a little bit more. You know, well, in good yeah. comic book movies, the characters face things. <laughs> they face things about their morality, and that helps us relate to them more. Why brush that shit away well, and then have him mad at the Milo character who just doing the same shit? Well, there's the newest Daredevil run when it started. Like his identity is erased from all people's minds. I think there's something, I don't know, some comic book bullshit that does it, but he, he's kind of not been daredevil for a little while. He hadn't been daredevil. in, so he's jumping back into being daredevil and he's a little rusty and he accidentally kills somebody whilst trying to stop them. And it's not like, cause he hit them and when they fell back, like they hit their head on something and died, you know? So it's not like he accidentally beat them to death. Mm. He just hit them once and they fell and accidentally hit their head. And everybody's like, Oh, daredevil murdered this person. And you know, and like, so he's talking to like Luke cage and Jessica Jones. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, we've all killed people before. It's, you know, we fought super villains and had to kill them. Like it, it does happen and all this other stuff. And then like Spider-Man comes and talks to him and is like, Hey, you know, I, it happened, but like, if this is, if you can't do it and do it right and not kill these people, then you need to hang it up. And so like daredevil's having a crisis of faith, if you will, like about the whole thing of like, can I actually still do this? Because I have lost a step. I'm not as effective as I was before at doing this without killing people and stuff like that. So like, it was incredibly interesting. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, that sounds like I would enjoy reading that. And they yeah. could have done that here, but they didn't. And like, and I yeah. love too, after he talks to the cops and they go, man, we don't care about the mercenaries. They were probably criminals. And then he meets his girlfriend on the bus and he's like, I didn't kill that woman. And she goes, I know you couldn't kill anybody. You fucking watched him murder nine people. But it's like the movie. Yeah. It's, it's like the movie universe accepted now nah, this was criminals it don't matter after the cops said it like after the cops said it the movie accepted it like all the characters in the universe just went man they're right they were probably baddies anyway and so everyone in the universe just went those murders don't count no more yeah yep yeah that that was just some real bullshit and now Back to Milo, because Milo just spellbounds me to this day. Why was he evil? I don't understand. 
I, I still don't Justin, understand. Are you seriously asking that? He got beat up once as a kid. What else do you need? Yeah, I guess that's why. I he, guess that's how people become evil. He got I guess when he was nine. <laughs> Super villain. What the fuck else? Like, do, what, do they need to spell it out further for you, Justin? What else <laughs> do you need? That, I hate you because that's all we got. That's it. That's the only thing that we was need. It. That was all we needed. Oh, man. Bullet is a kid. Oh, you took my letter. You took my letter. And that's it. Super villain. Yeah. Super villain. Yes, duh. Like, I mean, come on. You still, you steal you're, people's letters. You're they become speaking super like a bully. And what didn't was with spill, that? Like, you're speaking like a bully didn't steal your letter B you up. Privilege. <laughs> Damn, bro. Like, I just. I just did not understand. I'm just sitting there going, okay, why did he choose to, to act like this? Why does he choose? Like, it was just so dumb how they were just like, nope, we showed you him get bullied as a kid. You knew he wanted to be well, so he would do anything, and now he's just going to start killing. And then the whole, th- his whole motive motivation, if you even want to call it that, he was like, I want Morbius to accept what we are. Motherfucker, you're... You're an artificially made, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, how come he had this sort of motive, like, Morbius, you need to accept the evolution or something like that. See, it's it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, like, in a movie where it's more supernatural and it's more like, you know, you can see a villain in Blade going, oh, Blade, you know, you're the evolution and you need to, you know, you need to accept that vampires are the the main species and all this kind of stuff. It works in something like that. But in this, it was like they were trying to use that logic, but it made no damn sense because they're science experiments. So, Justin, what, what, what do you mean saying? embrace the what we're becoming and what we are? This was done with science. Let me let me clarify, Justin. I just want to make sure I'm understanding you. So you're saying you want them to rip off another key plot point from all three Blade movies. Another Blade ripoff? You want another one in this movie? Yes, just continue to do it. Just please. Well, that's fair. You, why not? Well, what's one more? What's one more? That would have been better than him acting as if they had it, but not having it. Just put it in there. Why not? Why not? I mean, because that's his whole argument was, you need to embrace Morbius, what we are, what we're becoming. You need to embrace what we are, you know, like it's this evolutionary thing and it's not. It was just. So you're saying that like. You made in a lab, bro. So you're kind of equating this to like if Mark McGuire back in steroids baseball was just running around the locker rooms going, except me, except the steroids. It's baseball yes. now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's fair too. Exactly. Although uh, I will say pr- at least Milo had a motive. I didn't see any sort of motive from Morbius, to be honest. I mean, I, I don't know if like that per se uh, Milo had energy at least. Yeah, he did yeah. have that. He, he he had like he had, I don't know, like like he had an energy to him. Like he had dumb motivation. He was at dumb least trying. Everything, but there was an energy to the character. Morbius had nothing ever in this movie. There was just. Yeah. He, he, he was 
he was white bread. Like, yeah. at least Matt Smith was Wonder Kids bread. So it had all the nutrition of wheat. It still kind of tasted like white bread. But there was <laughs> something else there. And and I think at least, like, you see, like, progression of him. Or at least you see, like, that the the difference in his health changed him and changed his mindset. With Morbius, like, it, it was just like, oh, cool, I'm healthy now. And that's it. <laughs> like, you know, like you don't see, you're right. It's the energy. Like you feel like he's genuinely like, yes, I want to do all the things because now I have great health and I can do it. You know? Yeah. Cause there was, there was like an excitement to it. Like he might've like been turning evil or whatever, but there was an excitement to him. Cause he's like, my life is changed. Yeah. And Morbius just went, I can walk fine now. Yeah, exactly. And so as much as you're right, like, why was Milo evil? There was no reason for it. Like, it just it didn't explain at least why he went to be a villain. And maybe out of the 35,000 scenes they cut, maybe there was a scene that showed that. But we didn't get it, you know, so you're just kind of like, hmm, I guess. okay, you're the bad guy. But yeah, but at least he he was trying with the role that he had. And like, and that's why I say he was the most enjoyable thing because he at least tried to bring something to his character out of a movie that you could really barely get anything out of. I don't know what you guys are confused about. He got beat up as a kid. I just don't know what what more you want. I kind of feel like we didn't watch the same movie. I saw, I saw all the Mm. motivations. All of it. Right, right, (laughs) right. Man, well, I will. Well, definitely, he was more entertaining than Morbius. Now, there's no denying that. But I guess my bigger point is is that in a better written movie, there could have been a progression. Like, how come he just wasn't? I don't know. Just trying to have sex with girls or <laughs> do regular things that a person. that do things that he never was able to do. How come there wasn't a progression? Like in a better written movie, he would have been like, hell yeah, I got powers. And he would have just been doing things that he missed out on because that makes damn sense. And then maybe you, as he's doing these things, you're finding out that this serum is, is corrupting him. And then all of a sudden there's this urge, this blood urge and stuff like that. And then maybe that's what happens is like he can't control it. But then he but he kind of arrives to the point to I want to keep doing the things that I'm doing. So I don't kind of care what it takes to do that. I'm just going to do it because I want to keep living my life. You know, in a better written movie, you could have bridged that gap and you could have told that story and had a progression. But him just embracing the killing so quickly without any kind of way to bridge that I think is the biggest problem I had because he should have just been trying to do cool shit, you know? And then we got one scene where he is in a bar and he's talking to this chick or whatever. And he didn't even do that like that, you know? And then the guys come up and they're bullying him or whatever. And he sort of just like, is like, okay, I'm not going to beat up these guys that I could totally beat up. I'm going to leave the bar. That was weird too. Why not just beat them up and take the girl home? Well, you know, 
it doesn't help that they they had his murder spree. They had it in the wrong order because he shouldn't yeah. have killed that nurse the first night he did it. Like got like got healthy. Yeah. He should have gone to a bar, tried to hook up with a chick, got in a fight, kill somebody, drink their blood, and go. Oh, this is power, and then. You have him kill the nurse. Then you kind of devolve into him going on a killing spree because he's like, no, I have power now. You don't yeah. start it with him randomly killing the nurse for no damn reason. Yeah. Why did Just you, so do you that? frame Morbius, which wasn't even his motivation. He didn't kill her to frame Morbius. Which would have been made more sense. The movie needed Morbius to be framed. I get that. But that wasn't his motivation. Have him go kill some, like, like we said, go to a bar, accidentally kill some people, but like go, man, all the blood and then start drinking the blood and go, oh, this is great. And then kill some more people and drink some blood and then him have an argument with Morbius and Morbius is like, no, you can't do this. You can't keep killing people. And he go, man, fuck you, but you're still my brother. So I don't want to kill you. So then frame Morbius for killing the nurse. And then Morbius goes to jail. Yeah. I I like how you said that. Yeah. They definitely should have started with the bar and, 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 you know, this PG 13 ass movie, man, in a rated R movie, you could, you could have really done some cool shit. Cause he could have beat up those people at the bar. He could have took the girl home, could have been having sex with her. Then the urge happens. Man, it could be both. He it could be both. Her, he kills you know the I'm guys. Saying? Kills the guys. Drinks a little blood and is like, "Yeah, I've got all the energy to go fuck now and go take the girl home as they fucking." And he accidentally superpower fucks her to death and goes, "Oh no!" But wait, and then drinks the blood and goes, "Yeah," and then just keeps going. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, be like, man. This is tight. <laughs> and, then, and he just accepts it then. And then like, but you know, that it, it, it's missing that. It's just, and I don't know. I mean, Heather, you're right. Like it, it just felt so incomplete. Like there are all these scenes missing and stuff like that. And just disjointed editing and everything like that. Like, I'm not saying they had that, but I mean, but damn, man, just give us a progression of a character other than, he was bullied when he was a kid. So surely in his 35-year-old adult life, that still matters. And now he's going to become evil. I mean, give me something more than that, guys. Like, come on. At least try. At least try. Well, I think one of the problems with this movie is it feels like for every scene in this movie, between each one of those scenes, there's three scenes missing and it's every scene, every scene you watch. And then when it goes to the next one, you're like, yep, it doesn't quite line up. You're like, mm-hmm. they're technically in the same movie. I get it. But like, it just doesn't quite line up. And it's because there's, there's three no scenes missing dots. every time. Yeah, it is. It's like when you play connect the dots and you connect one to two. And then instead of connecting two to three, you then connect five to six. And then you go, all right, 11 to 12. Okay. Then then you go, oh, I'll go 
13 to 14 and you just kind of keep going and you're you're like yeah you technically connected some dots but didn't get the picture yep maybe they were just uh too busy working on this groundbreaking cgi that we haven't talked about yet what was the deal with the feather skin stuff? Like, why did every time they do it, he just kind of get feathery? Is that something bats do? Why? <laughs> no, why? What even was that? What was it? I'm just sitting there going, what is Why did they choose this art style? What, <laughs> what about that was cool or fun or interesting at all? What about that was anything? And sometimes, man, when they would have the monster faces, I would just laugh. They didn't look scary or fierce. Or one time Milo was running with that monster face and oh it was slow God. motion. He was like, it, 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 it. And I, and I was just laughing, bro. Like, I just was laughing. Well, you know, why does Morbius kind of look like a, bat. a joke? Like, Morbius kind of has bat face. But Milo has Frankenstein face. Yeah, that's what he looked like, Frankenstein. It just, <laughs> but it just sometimes like, it would just look stupid. It never like, like two like. I thought this was like 2022. I know this movie should have came out. I think in like 2016 because it's just been delayed so much. I don't remember when the fuck it was supposed to come out. But like. Why do people keep putting like urban legends about like things in their movies like this? Like when he's like, oh, a vampire bat, it could take down something 10 times its size by drinking it to death. No, they can't. That's not how they operate. They don't like they, they don't eat shit like that. That's not what they do. Like it's that's the dude. dude they they're like mammal mosquitoes. They they bite you, and then their saliva has like an anticoagulant in it, so your blood won't clot right there. But then it also has a numbing agent, so you don't feel it. And they can just sit there and lick your blood like this, like, and they lick your blood. You know what that doesn't do? Take down something ten times its size in like five minutes. That's like legitimately trying to lick your way to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop. It's scientifically impossible because you'll never do it without biting. And that's just not what vampire bats do. They don't do that. Like, I mean, and it's, this is kind of a non sequitur, but I'm just going to correct some people on this too. It's just like piranhas don't attack things like they do in movies and stuff. Like they Mm -hmm. are attracted to blood, but you know what they're scared of movement. So if you're bleeding, but swimming in the water, they're going to be scared of you. Now, if you're bleeding and not moving in the water, like if you just want to lie in the water, but you're bleeding, yeah, they actually might come and attack you, but they're going to start biting you in the second you start thrashing and like be like, oh, no, some bit me. They're going to be like, oh, shit. And they're going to swim away. Like piranhas don't attack like that. Now, the funny thing is, is I have problems with those misconceptions, but you know what? Piranhas, the, the movie is kind of fun because it's silly and stupid about it. You know what's not fun? This movie about it. Also, how many bats are in New York? Because he summons 90 billion at the end of the movie. 
he summons every bat that has ever existed at the end of that movie. Right. Just all of them. And it just, and I, I heard this on another podcast, but it's the best way to describe it. He does a bat dukin, like a bat hadouken against Matt Smith. <laughs> that is not mine. I don't want to take credit for it. That is the Weekly Planet podcast. But that's funny. It's accurate. That was like I was like, no, that is legitimately the only way to describe the move he does with the bats at it. Like that's what he did. Yeah. And were you not watching that? Going, that's fucking dumb. Yes. Like if anything yes. was to, like if it. Like that is that not one of the scenes that just makes you go 2005? Like that is the exact mm-hmm. same thing they do in a 2005 comic book movie. That is not something you do in a 2022 movie. Like as much as I've given like the DC movies that we've gotten like I've given them a lot of shit because of their they're wanting to be comic accurate, but not in all this, like, but the, they, they get tones wrong and all kinds of stuff. And they stylize things weird. This movie misses on every one of those levels. It's got a bad style. It's not comic accurate. It doesn't get the tone, right? Even if it, all right, maybe it is comic accurate. It still doesn't feel like it. You know what I mean? Maybe Morbius can summon bats in the Marvel universe. Never seen it done, but maybe I just haven't read the comics he's done it. But you know what? It doesn't feel comic accurate in this movie. Even if it was, it doesn't feel like it is because it's it's done in such a dumb way that you're just like, nah, that's just some dumb bullshit. Like, we haven't even gotten in, into the, 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 the powers yet. The other powers. Like. Why did they. I, I I don't see the point in setting up where him and Matt Smith both have special powers. Like they're both different. Because Matt Smith's superpower was also kind of wasted. He did a Banshee scream once. And then does no more special power moves. None. But Morbius can fly on sound waves which i think is actually comic accurate he can't fly in the comics but he can glide so i think they're arguing that he's gliding on sound waves in this maybe it looked dumb as fuck though but i'll give it i guess a pass as far as what powers go but then he's got special ear hearing it was just done in a dumb way too when they made his like eyes get all weirdly colored like what was that what would like? Why would you change your eye shape to hear better? That's dumb. And then like, <laughs> yeah, his, his ears got wiggly. Like maybe that's what bad ears do, but it just looked dumb. Like it might have been one hundred percent accurate to what bats do when they hear an echolocation, but it looked dumb as fuck. Like, and then he like so he could like. He could do all that and he could be all smoky. He can make his skin smoky when he moved. Like, but he didn't even seem that extra durable. Like, it never showed him take a bullet. 
You know, he dodged the bullets. I'm like, so why was it that hard to kill Matt Smith? I don't think they're invulnerable in this universe. Just poke him in the eyeball with something. Like, I just don't know why you needed the bats to Hadouken him down to the wall to to, to stab him with a needle. (laughs) I also like how not being super sick means immediately just super in shape. (laughs) Like it wasn't even like, Oh, I'm just, you know, I look healthy now. It's like, he's like super ripped. Like, (laughs) like it's just like immediately automatically. That's what he is with this. See, I had a bigger issue with it. Why did he get more tanned? Why did Morbius get more tan? When he became a vampire, <laughs> why did a vampire get more tanned? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Matt Smith didn't. Milo didn't get more tan. But yeah, he, he got, was a pasty dude the whole time. He got tanner. Like, I understand that, that maybe they want to make the argument of he was that pale because his health was bad. But yeah. there's a difference between, you know, being sickly pale and having a tan. He got a tan. <laughs> he went up as Jared Leto, man. He had to look good, man. He was like, I'm going to look fine in this thing. Yeah. Said, yeah. I'm going to look fine. Dude, he straight up wrestlered it. that shit. He got a tan, put some baby oil on. He's like, yeah. I'm going to be a 1990s wrestler. You're going to see my muscles with my tan and my baby oil. Yep, hair was <laughs> hair was just glistening and flowing. That flowing hair, man. Come on, man. Did he not look like like a fucking wrestler with that shit? Like he looked like Adam Cole. Like, yep. <laughs> slick back hair, like it just I was like, what are you doing? I just don't I don't know how, like in what movie do vampires get darker? <laughs> Like, isn't that supposed to be the trademark look of Morbius is that he's pale? But then when he turns all vampire-y, he does get pale again. But I'm like, that makes no sense, too. Why does he go from being a tanned human to a white vampire? Why does his skin get white when he vampires out? I just don't get it. Also, what in the architectural hell was that cylinder of bats in the middle of his lab. Like, he was trying to hide them. He didn't want people to find out he was experimenting illegally with bats. So he had somebody come in and build him, what, at least a 40-foot glass cylinder with a door in the middle of his room with special blue lighting for yep. he, that he filled with bats in the middle of his fucking lab. Like you can maybe argue, well, he doesn't think people are going to come into his lab. His lab has an open door that faces patient rooms. And this cylinder is in the direct eyesight of the hallway. And he's keeping, right. he's keeping <laughs> it a secret. Oh, no, he's not a doctor at all. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Like, I like whenever she's in there and she's like, what is that? And he's like, uh, plausible deniability. I'm like, oh. Well, I guess his lab is at the back of the hallway. And then they go, doctor, the girl's sick. And they just look out the open hallway to that girl's room. 
Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe the <laughs> angle's weird and you can't see the bat tube from the hallway. But then when they're in the patient's room and they put this little girl in a coma just to forget about her, they go, look, we can see clearly 80 feet away into the lab to see a mouse is moving. I'm like, how the fuck does not the whole world know he have a tube of bats? Right. Yeah. They just simply leaned and they saw that little girl. And then they just leaned again and saw the and saw the, the mouse. So, yeah, it, he would have totally been found out. And also, like, who's cleaning up all the bat shit in the tube? <laughs> it was it was immaculate. I didn't see anything. <laughs> and also, how is that not animal cruelty to these bats? Because they're just in a tube of nothing. There's nowhere for them to, like, cling on to sleep. Nothing. It's just a glass <laughs> tube of death. They are constantly <laughs> flying around till they die because they can't land and hold on to anything to sleep. Because the top of the glass tube is just the sun. Which is also <laughs> bad for bats. And it's not that they're actually <laughs> sensitive. It's just their eyes are very sensitive because they are very like very hard of seeing like they're not blind they're just very very like shitty seeing so like that's why they're nocturnal is because light just hurts them like it hurts their eyes it's uncomfortable it's like if you walked outside staring at the sun constantly your eyes would start to feel bad and he puts them in a glass tube of sunlight And these bats are just flying around going, dear God, I'm tired and hungry and I just have to fly till I die. Oh, no. And somehow then for some reason they come help him. I don't know why. Yeah, then he got in there with them and it was just straight out of Batman Begins or something. And he's like, I have a kinship with them. Why? Why? Why didn't Milo have the kinship? Because you needed a bat dukin. <laughs> How come when he threw the bat dukin at Milo, Milo didn't go, they're my friends too, bro. And then no, just, right. just punch him in the face. Why is he the only one that develops bat kinship powers? That is the weirdest yeah. power ever, bat kinship. <laughs> like if you were a superhero or you're talking to a superhero and you go, what are some of your powers? And they go, well, I can glide on sound. And you're like, all right, that's kind of cool. And they're like, all right, I got enhanced speed and strength. And you're like, all right. And they've got, I've got bat kinship. And you go, is that a power? <laughs> yeah, is that? <laughs> that just sounds like a weird thing. It sounds like you want to fuck bats. <laughs> like, why did Milo go, you know what? I want to go like fuck some people. And, and Morbius go, I want to fuck some bats with my bat kinship. <laughs> also did you notice how they used that or they did like a I guess a reference to the Hulk when he's like you don't want to see me when I'm hungry or whatever stupid line he said I'm like Fuck why that, did they yeah. do that the only time that line should have ever been said is if you've got Mark Ruffalo in a Snickers commercial outside <laughs> yeah. of that that should never be said like that very true yep. and I was yep. like they did not try to do that that was you know and also the um, that whole thing in the trailer at the very end when they always do the whole like, I'm Venom. I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Morbius or whatever. They only do half of that and they don't even do the joke part of it. He just says, I'm Venom. 
And then that's like, they didn't even do the full thing. And so it worked even less in the scenario they did it in than it did in the trailer, which already wasn't a good setup for that. I'm very torn about that. Because I really hate that scene in the trailer. God, I hate that scene in the trailer. So I can't tell you if it's better or worse because they get rid of it or not. I don't know. They keep the I'm Venom part, which is maybe the worst part. I I can't. I do. I just don't know. I don't know if I hate it because it's a dumb thing and a joke or if it's just because it's a dumb thing. But I don't I, I'm torn about it. Because I, I agree with you. the only hint of personality that you ever see from Morbius and they took it out. That's fair. <laughs> that is the one scene that would have been like a personal moment where you go, oh, mm-hmm. he's got, I don't know, character traits. And they go, nah, we don't need that for the <laughs> protagonist of our film. The namesake, <laughs> God forbid he, I don't know, acts like anything other than a robot. Right. But as long as he has bat kinship, it doesn't matter. God, that's so weird. I have a kinship with him. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I try to be a fairly sex positive person, but he wanted to fuck them bats. That's weird, man. I don't know if I can get behind that. You know what? I'm going to go on a limb here, guys, and I'm going to take a stand. I'm against people fucking bats. (laughs) I am. I'll say it. Hmm. Cancel me if you want, but you know, people shouldn't fuck bats. <laughs> you know, I'll take it a step further. People shouldn't fuck animals. Okay. Let's just not fuck any animals. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Taking a stand here today. But he did, didn't he? He wanted to fuck him. <laughs> I'm just saying. He looked, it was just so weird. Like, I just, uh, none of it lines up. And I, I want to bring up something. I want to give a shout out to Tyrese. I thought he was going to yell in some shit because I'm very much, I, I, I know Tyrese from the Fast and Furious movies. I'm used to him yelling and being crazy. He was very subdued. He, I'm he not was definitely lie. not the worst thing about this movie at all. He felt like an FBI not agent. At all. Oh no, he was one of the better actors in this. He that's, was. That's a turn. I'm that not gonna lie, turn. Tyrese nailed his role. Yeah. Acting the did. fuck out of being an FBI agent. At no point in this movie was I going, You're not an FBI agent, Tyrese. Nah, he's FBI agent as fuck in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yep. What fucking universe are we in? It's crazy, right? He did a good job. I've got I've got no problems with anything. I have zero problems with anything Tyrese did in this movie. Look, just yeah. every scene he was in, just FBI in the fuck out of every scene. Like, all right. No, it's true. It is true. And like, it's really sad that he fit his character better than like Jared Leto fit, fit Morbius character. It's because he wasn't able to method act being a vampire. <laughs> he couldn't actually drink blood of people so you know it messed him up yeah he wasn't able to just be it and normally doesn't Leto play like eccentric characters so this was kind of an, uh, a weird choice for him you know what I'm saying it feels like 
this was a choice just based on how he looks like, oh, he kind of looks like the Morbius character. So we'll go with him. But I mean, normally he plays characters a lot more eccentric than this. So even he felt sort of toned down in this. And you, you know, know, he he probably like worked out like crazy to get that one 30 second scene of him without a shirt. And then it didn't matter for the entire rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right, Justin. He he does typically play eccentric characters. He's very much a slightly younger version of Johnny Depp with how he fucking picks his roles. And you're right. He really he brought nothing to this. Like, yeah, none of that quirky acting that he likes to do or any of that kind of weird kind of stuff. He wasn't even like an eccentric doctor, you know, like how come he how come he didn't play it that way? How come it wasn't written that way for him? Yeah, like, I mean, why wouldn't you, you know, his- I know that that's probably not Morbius because Mor- Morbius. I don't know. I haven't read enough of him, but I mean. Maybe he is more of just a straightforward doctor trying to heal myself, et cetera. But I don't know. Maybe if you would have let Leto add a little color to it, it might have been better. Might have at least been more had more desperation to himself when he was when he was unhealthy. When he's still trying to find the cure, he should have had more desperation, more urgency, more franticness, more like obsession. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then you could have had the movie be the cost of obsession. Like his character growth could have been, I was obsessed with being healthy that I didn't think about the risks and all this other stuff. And this is my penance to pay now. You could have put that element in there. Something like anything other than he went from mild mannered Dr. Morbius to mild mannered healthy Dr. Morbius. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, and see like, and, and again, you just go back to the, that I feel like a broken record, but like in a better written movie, like you lost your best friend from childhood for somebody that you've known for years that shared the same illness as you Y'all grew up together and have known each other for years. And somebody who you really had a bond with, a kinship (laughs) with as a human being and everything like that. And you lost that person. Shouldn't there have been some sort of grieving feelings or ramifications or damn, I'm sad because I lost people or something? Yeah, because not change even or, not even just Milo, but also the woman that he loved supposedly, and his like mentor, yeah. all of them, and you get like there's zero emotion because they're just like, all right, we gotta get to the next scene, and probably cut out five scenes in between there. As far as he's concerned, he's literally lost every single person in his life that he truly cares about. Yeah, and he had the and emotional see, range of a two by four when he did it. Exactly, it's just like it doesn't even matter. But when Thor lost all of his people, it mattered. When Spider-Man saw that he was hurting his friends, at the end of that movie, No Way Home, he makes a different decision because it fucking matters. Like, how come nothing matters in this? Yeah. Like, 
Why was Matt Smith more fucking mad that they interrupted him trying to fuck than Morbius was about anything in this movie? Yeah. I get madder when I stub my toe than he did about anything in this movie. I have more emotional range when I stub my toe. Man, I get I get more man, I, I get sadder than that on a cheat day. Like, dang, man, maybe I ate a little <laughs> too much. Man, I shoot, I show more emotional weight on a cheat day than <laughs> Michael Morbius did this entire movie. And I like what you said earlier, though, with the whole obsession thing. That's how you could have tied this all together. I was so, like, obsessed with being well that I lost everything that I had, the real things that I had while I was sick, the real people that I made bonds with, those real things. I was so obsessed with being well. Now I am well, but really, look what I had to lose to gain that. Look at everything I lost. Is it even worth being well if you lose everything that you care about, the people that you care about? And then you could you have know? stolen something from another movie and somebody go, was it worth it? And he go, or what did it cost you? And he say everything. You could have ripped off Thanos in it. Like they, they yeah. had no problem ripping off shit in this movie. So we don't need to act like it was a problem. Yeah. They ripped like and the, the sad thing is, is they ripped off so much other shit. And they just did it worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Yeah, they you, didn't even use it in the right way. That's when they like did if it. you're cheating off somebody's paper, but you're still putting down the wrong answer. You went, <laughs> they put B, let me put C so it doesn't look like I'm copying. But you do it on every answer. Yeah. I mean, I actually would be kind of curious to see what it would look like if Matt Smith and Jared Leto switched characters they played. Like, I think Matt Smith actually could have done a good job playing Morbius now that I've seen him in a couple of things. Like, I I wonder what it would look like to reverse their roles. Yeah, just anything like. Because I could also see Jared Leto playing that super eccentric, you know, villain that Milo was. You know what I mean? He's already done it. He would have just been playing the Joker again. Pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. That, that but he, he could have done it, though, and, you know? Say what and, you and will about his Suicide Squad. He fucking did something in that movie, at least. Yeah. And practically anybody, you could give him long hair, put him in a wig, and give him that beard and mustache or whatever. You could grow that out. Yeah, Matt Smith could have played Morbius. They could have switched. I would have cared more about him if he did, like, about the character. <laughs> Because he would have brought something different to it, you know? I mean, I, I want to give you guys some trivia to kind of also accentuate how bad this movie was with its reshoot and editing process. So in an interview, I want to say in 2019, Tyrese in the movie gives the line, saying that like, oh, Michael Morbius, you know, like your synthetic blood saved my arm in Iraq. But he was also supposed to have in this movie a bionic arm because of that same incident. He was supposed to have like a cybernetically enhanced arm. And you can see traits of that in the movie. That's why in a lot of scenes in the movie, his one of his hands is like pretty much always in his pocket. 
is it's hinting that it's the synthetic arm. And then later in the movie, I think it's the scene when he's wearing the bulletproof vest because they're standing outside the hole that the vampires went down that he's got like a metal plate looking thing on his arm. And he's talking in an interview and he's talking about like, yeah, my character has a cybernetic arm. It's all these special effects. It's going to be crazy, which means they filmed scenes where he was doing shit with a synthetic cybernetic arm. It would have been cool that they were going to, you know, CGI in later, but they filmed scenes with him doing shit with it at least. And they cut all of that out. Why? He didn't even know. He didn't even know. Huh. Bad. I mean, crazy. This movie is cut together in such a weird way. It feels like there's no less than 20 different movies that comprise this movie. Right. And they probably, I wonder if they cut it because they were like, you're going to be a better, more interesting character than Morbius. So we got to cut it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's more interesting than anything <laughs> we did with the Morbius character. We're not fucking having that. Right. Yeah. Cut that out. How dare you do something more than our main character that we wrote in a very shitty way. Right. But they, they cut a ton of shit out of this movie, though. There's the scene in the trailer where him and his mentor are sitting on a park bench in the trailer. And he's talking about how, like, you know, you have to be careful, Michael, because of now what you are. There are going to be people that want to use you. And you have to decide what you want to be now with what you are, that type of scenario. That's an interesting plot line. Not in the movie at all. Like the Spider-Man, not in the movie at all. Like just randomly on the wall in the trailer. Nothing in the movie about this. Like it just never. they, They had no clue what they were filming or editing or anything like I don't blame the editors because I don't feel like the editors were given enough shots to put shit together. I don't even necessarily blame the director because this movie has been through constant reshoots and constant delays and constant changes. Who the fuck can keep up with this? I mean, they actually filmed the scenes with Michael Keaton being like, Hey, Dr. Morbius, we need to keep in touch that we see in the trailer. Yeah. They filmed that part beforehand. Then they went and reshot the credit scenes again. After Spider-Man No Way Home. They changed mm-hmm. those in credit scenes after that movie. And it's not like because this was supposed to come out before it. This was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. And since Spider-Man No Way Home did the whole thing with the multiverse and the other things and sending the villains back, then that's when they changed it again. Mm. But it's not like they didn't know that. Like, fuck, man. They they did it in Venom before the fucking movie came out. They could have done it in this too. And then you would have been like, man, that's weird. I don't understand it. And then you could have done Spider-Man No Way Home and you would have been like, oh, I get it now. Like, But no, they just kind of haphazardly threw this shit together. So much so that they filmed the scene with Michael Keaton and being in the jail cell and being like, hey, I don't know how the fuck I got here, but this is weird. Maybe the food's better in this jail, at least. They filmed that and went, yeah, we got it now. And then they went, oh, no, 
we need to add a scene where he talks to Morbius again in this movie because we put that at the end credits now. And then they couldn't get Michael Keaton back on set to do it. So they just had to ADR his vocals and then keep the mask closed on the vulture costume. Wow. Man. And also, how the fuck did they get to a desert? This movie takes place in New York. Where's a fucking desert near New York? (laughs) And also, why the fuck does he all of a sudden have a fancy car? Yeah, where did that come from? How did the vulture get his equipment? I thought he was in jail. Like, I'm just so Also, it's a different universe. It's not even that he's in jail. His vulture suit is in another goddamn universe. Is it another (laughs) universe? Like, I just can't stop thinking about how stupid it was, bro. Like, uh, I mean, it just, okay. First, he appears in jail and he looks around. This is supposed to be like, and and it was infuriating me because the character was so well written in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was a practical guy. He was a father. He had a family. He was doing what he was doing. He was stealing, but it, but it was all about, he was literally a vulture. He was just stealing, but it was all like practical. He had practical means. His motive made sense. Everything like that. He appears here looks around and goes, I hope the food's better in this joint. And it was so like venomy, like that writing for him, it felt like something out of venom. But then also, why does he not care that his family is now in another universe? He's nowhere near (laughs) that. He's not even like, and I'm sitting there going, Oh, because Adrian Toomes, you know, why wouldn't he give a damn about his family? Why wouldn't he be looking yeah. around going, oh no, my wife, exactly. my kid. That's what that character would do. We, because of the way he was written in Homecoming, that yeah. is the first reaction that character would have. He wouldn't look around and make a damn joke. So I was so mad, bro. And then yeah. whenever he lands with his equipment in the desert, I'm like, where'd he get it? Well, where'd it come from? <laughs> but the thing I will say this, is that technically none of that is the same stuff from his Vulture costume from the MCU. The helmet is different. The wing designs are different. So you could almost argue that he built a new one. But that also defeats the purpose of Spider-Man Homecoming. Because he builds his glider suit on Stark and Chitari tech that doesn't exist here. It yep. also be technical. He doesn't build his suit. The Tinkerer does. Not him, the Tinkerer. So he wouldn't really be able to do that in this universe. There has been some discussion online that I've seen that the wing design of the suit actually looks like the wings that are in Oscorp in Amazing Spider-Man 2. When they go down to the basement and you see the Doc Ock arms and the vulture wings and they hint at the Sinister Six there. The wing design, the wing design looks like those. Mm. So are you going to argue that this is the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe? Let's just argue that that's true. How the fuck does he know that his wings are the wings that he would know to use because he is the vulture from another universe are in Oscorp because Oscorp doesn't even exist in the other universe. Right. And they're in the secret basement lab of there. And also... 
What the fuck was that talk he had with Morbius? Hey, Morbius, I hear you're a vampire, I guess, from the newspapers. But I have a feeling (laughs) I'm here because of Spider-Man, even though it is dictated in Spider-Man No Way Home that I don't remember who Spider-Man is. But I'm going to vaguely remember that Spider-Man might have something to do with me. And I'm going to say that word to you. Even though that means literally nothing to you because there's not a Spider-Man in your universe because you're in the Venom universe. So that would make no sense for me to reference Spider-Man, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then I'm going to say, hey, (laughs) we should team up. We can do some good. But I'm going to say it in a way that means I'm obviously wanting to do something bad. And you being a good guy person that was caring about saving people's lives and not actually doing anything bad and wanting to uphold that image you should agree to join me when I say this. And then you respond with interesting. Because why? (laughs) Why did any of that fucking happen? What the fuck does any of that mean? Yeah, I was really confused. Now he would still know that there's, there was, he would still know that there's a Spider-Man, but he would not know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That part would have been wiped from his memory, but he would still know that a Spider-Man exists. But but how would he? But still, there's still no Spider-Man. Even there. if he knew that there was a Spider-Man and didn't know Peter Parker anymore, how in the world could he have possibly made that correlation? Like, how would he have known? That's also yes. from jail. What happened? Like, yeah, because of his interactions with Spider-Man that he would have had. Why is his thought process? I'm in another universe. Must be Spider-Man that did it to me. Yeah. Like, why would he have just figured, how could he have possibly figured that out? Just sitting in jail and you just appear somewhere else and go, Spider-Man did this. That doesn't make any sense. It's like when you fought Spider-Man, did he have magic powers? Was Spider-Man throwing you through portals? When you fought Spider-Man, did he magic you at any point in Homecoming? No. So how in the world did you draw that conclusion? That's what I was mad it's, about. It's it's like he he had a weird J. Jonah Jameson moment where he's just like, anything bad that happens in my life is Spider-Man's fault. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> the menace. They fucked up my order at McDonald's. Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> it's his fault. So that was just stupid. Like, how are they going to explain any of this? And and I, and it's like, even if they do explain it, uh, which I'm pretty sure we won't get an explanation because this is Sony writing this shit. But honestly, I don't even care. Like you said, why are these people teaming up? What are they teaming up for? W- what is he trying to do? Are they, is he teaming up with him to go after Spider-Man to try to get back to his home? Like, I'm trying to figure out why they could possibly be teaming up. And I swear, and I swear to God, man, if they're teaming up to fight Venom, I am going to kill someone. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to kill someone. I'll, don't worry, Cine fans. I'll make sure it's a criminal so it's okay. But yeah, somebody fair. is going to die if they team up to fight Venom. No, they're not going to team up to fight Venom, Justin. They're going to team up with Venom. I'm telling you that now. Oh God. They're going to team up with them. It's not going to be any better, though. <laughs> but, like, the problem with it all is, is, like, 
I mean, I kind of get his logic if it is that he wants to get back home. And that's why he wants to team up with Morbius. Because like last week, when I got transported to another universe, I sought out a vampire to help me get back. So I get that. It makes sense. Yeah. I was like, man, I need a vampire. That's how I'm going to have to get back to my other universe to fight Spider-Man. <laughs> so. Yeah, because that's totally a solution. So I don't know what this is going to be. And nothing about that made me excited. All I was doing was just sitting there, just scratching my head going, how the hell is any of this going to work or make sense without being dumb? And I just arrived to the conclusion in my head, Jason, it is going to be dumb. It's going to be stupid. And I'm going to have to watch it so we can review it on here. But it's going to be dumb, like really stupid. I think think Sony was actually paid a bunch of money by Disney to fuck up this movie. Because I think actually the reason why they did this movie and did it so poorly and why Disney paid them to do it was for fans like me. I'm kind of burnt out on the MCU. And I'm not going to lie. Nothing has made me want the MCU more than this fucking movie. I'm like, <laughs> let's get back to that MCU formula. Let's let's get back. Where's the MCU quality? Like, I've got my issues fair. with Spider-Man. In game, all that stuff. Nothing has made me want to watch those movies more than Morbius. <laughs> I'm just, I'm craving that familiarity of an MCU movie while watching this. I'm, I'm sitting there watching this movie, going, "Man, this is giving me jo- like Jonah Hex vibes," and I just want to get back to that sweet, sweet MCU. It's all Kevin Feige's plan to get people like me not burnt out anymore. I'm looking the fuck forward to Doctor Strange now. I was kind of apathetic towards it. I'm looking the fuck forward to it now. I'm like, just g- oh, yeah. give me more MCU. Please. Anything. Just MCU me. Please. Man, I'm telling you, man, I can't wait to see Doctor Strange. I can't wait to start Moon Knight. Just something. Something comic book with some logic and just not even that, because a lot of this stuff is like just not logical anyway, but just something comic book where it feels like they tried. Just just I just want to I just want to feel like the the people tried. That's all you I want, just want to feel like somebody tried. You want to watch a comic book movie. Where best case you get great logic, worst case you get comic book logic. Because you can still track comic book logic because you've done it pretty much your whole life reading comics. You can still follow some comic book logic. What you can't handle is mid-2000s comic book movie logic. Yes, (laughs) that's what I can't handle. And just a complete lack of any ambition or creativity that I can't handle. I'm not going to lie, dude. I almost came home and jumped on Hulu and watched Venom. Just to get something better. 
Because you know they'd recommend it. You'd definitely be able to find exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I could find I could just open Hulu and I'm sure Venom's there somewhere on the homepage with as much as they want us to watch Venom. I almost did. Because it's as man, it's, it's th- that makes me like understand Hulu now. Maybe there's a story about them going, look, when Morbius comes out, we want you guys to recommend that. You know, we want we want Hulu to be one of the leaders in recommending this movie. And maybe they the Hulu representative saw the movie and they went, look, guys, Morbius is terrible. We could never. Ever under any circumstances recommend this i don't sony we're sorry i don't care how much you pay us look how about this how about venom okay venom was way better than this we will recommend venom until the cows come home we will recommend venom on just about everything you type in venom will be somewhere if you please just don't make us don't make us recommend morbius when it finally comes to Hulu. I, I, I'm I'm convinced that there is a story where they were like, we would rather promote Venom than this movie. And that's I'm convinced. And that's fair because, you know, Venom's a bad movie. It is. It's a bad movie. Morbius is painfully bad. Yeah. Like, I wish, I just wish Morbius was on the level of Venom. Like, yeah. At least Venom has an identity. Venom is like, okay, we're just going to do dumb, stupid shit. That, that's Venom. Yeah. We're just going to take Eddie, Bro- we're just going to take Tom Hardy and the CGI Venom, and they're just going to do dumb, stupid shit. And then the movie's going to end. At least it has an identity. What was this film's identity? I mean, it kind of makes me wonder if that first cut of Morbius is Venom quality. Because you know this is cut 89. Like, this is not even, like, nowhere near the first cut of this movie. It couldn't have been. No it's, way. It's impossible for this to have been the first cut with how disjointed it is. Like, it is just weirdly incoherent like that. Like, it just, I mean, I just, I've never had a movie, like a mainstream, big budget movie, make me crave just watching a bad movie. I'm not even talking yeah, that about would one be of a those. First. Not even talking about one of those so bad it's good movies or anything like that. No. I'm talking about a bad movie that I'm going to hate watching bad. And it made me want that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get that. Who's the director? Daniel Espinosa. Maybe there's an Espinosa cut, a three and a half hour Espinosa cut. That'll just clear everything up, but it's Morbius. So it's going to be a five and a half hour movie. It's a five and a half hour movie. Espinosa cut. Because that's that's how long this movie has to be if they fill in all the scenes that took place in between the scenes they gave us. It's at least five and a half hours long. Yep. Because every scene we got in this movie, there's three to five connecting scenes that aren't there. Just all over the place. I want to say this, though. I was just so distraught after watching this movie. I came home 
And I watched Turning Red on, on Disney+. Plus. Great little movie. Great little movie. Watch I still that. need to watch that. Fantastic. Just watch that movie. It's great. Like, it, it didn't hit me like Encanto did. But still, it's a great movie. Great little movie. I, I've been a little bit down on Pixar lately. I was not really a fan of Luca. I wasn't as high on Soul as you guys were. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed Turning Red. Really did. Infinitely, infinitely recommend that movie more. And I think it's the only cure for Morbius. You just need something of that superior quality to just truly detoxify you from the mountain of shit that was Morbius. So I'm just saying, if you if you watched Morbius and like say you watched Morbius like three days ago and you're still feeling kind of kind of down from it, like it's just lingering in you. Just watch watch Turning Red. It'll cure you right up. I mean, it it'll you'll still hate Morbius, but but you won't feel as bad about your existence anymore. Because Morbius is an existential crisis. Like, <laughs> I was questioning the meaning of the universe after watching it. Because I was like, do I want to, like, what is, the, what is, what is life if this happens? If movies like this can come out, what, what is the possible meaning of life? I was turning in a ni- into a nihilist from the Big Lebowski, just believing in nothingness. But I was I was talking to somebody and I was thinking about it because one of the podcasts we did at the end of last year, or maybe it was the, the best of 2021 podcast, we did talk a little bit how it kind of feels like there has been an in general decline in, in, in movies that we've been seeing in theaters. And I kind of wondered, like, after seeing like Morbius and some of this other shit, I'm like, do I need to recalibrate what I consider a good movie? If the average is just severely bad movies? Like, do I need to recalibrate what I consider mediocre? Cause yeah. average the, if I was to take the average of the shit I've been, that's been coming out and watching, I'm like, that's low. And that's supposed to be average. I'm like, I feel like I'm averaging out on a 40. And I'm like, that should technically be like a 50, 60, or 70 if that's supposed to be mediocre now. I'm like, man, do I need to recalibrate? The sad thing is, is if I did recalibrate, Morbius would still suck. It's it's that bad. It's it still wouldn't increase any. <laughs> nope. I just I was I was I'm telling you, I had all kinds of thoughts after this movie. Just, I don't know. None of them were good, though. That's the sad thing. None of them were good. Anyway, you guys got any more thoughts about this here, Morbius? Nope. Nah. Like, also, I just want to throw it out there. I really don't think I'm going to watch any more Jared Leto movies. There is too much bad shit out there about him and possibly being a sexual predator and a possible cult leader 
and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I felt like, well, we kind of have to do this movie because it's a big movie, all this other stuff. I, I honestly, I just, I don't even know if I could justify that anymore with this. Because this is the, still the type of shit he turned out with it. So I'm just like, I was already down on the guy. I just, I don't know if I could do it anymore, even for that bullshit. Just, I think he's going to go the way of a lot of other actors, actually. That I just don't watch any of their shit anymore. Ugh. Mm. Just, uh. Bullshit. 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 Did I ask you guys if you got any more thoughts? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, you did. I don't know. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> and we had none. All right. <laughs> All right. So on that note, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Check us out on the internet at www.cinemaslayers.com or Cinema Slayers podcast on Facebook, Cinema underscore Slayers on Twitter and Instagram, Cinema Slayers pod on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube, search Cinema Slayers podcast there. We do only have audio only episodes right now, but starting with episode 200, which I think is seven episodes away from this, because I think this is, I don't know, this is 192 or 193. I don't know, something like that. 193, I think, is this episode. So there's going to be some seven more episodes and then we'll do a 200th episode where we'll have full video with the audio and everything like that. So you can see our beautiful faces while we talk about shit. And we already do know that we are slightly going to delay our moon Knight episode to do that because you know, moon Knight has a special place in this podcast. So our 200th episode will be our moon Knight review. And like I said, full video with that and going forward from there, uh, give us a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate it really help us out uh tell your family tell your friends tell your friends family tell your family's friends and most of all tell those dear sweet mothers because there's nothing mothers love more than watching a two by four with abs maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh and as always in the podcast and tiktoks just remember according to justin moon knight is a best picture winner It's true. (laughs) Like I looked at my popcorn and it looked fine, but it tasted a little burnt. But it was fine. It wasn't burnt, (laughs) but tasted like it. And it didn't start till the movie started during the opening trailers and all that shit. Popcorn tastes fine. This movie (laughs) started and it started tasting burnt. I was like, the fuck is I thought I was having a stroke. So I got that was like the whole like smelling burnt toast shit. I was like, oh no, I'm having a stroke. And I was like, nah, it's just my yeah. popcorn being tainted by Morbius. I was sitting there and I was just like, I'm like, I'm not really enjoying this. And I'm like, why am I not enjoying this? This is popcorn. This is a movie. This is what I do. And then I then I looked up and realized, oh, that's why. Morbius. That makes sense. All right, I'm out.